Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could at Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. Ooh, Lord knows. Life has been keeping me busy, but I am never too busy to give y'all some new content, okay? Y'all see, I, look, I've been being consistent with Instagram. I've been posting every day, whether it's to the stories, whether it's to the, you know, the main feed. I've been posting, okay? I hope y'all appreciate it, all right? And I even had time to get with one of my favorite people on the planet and discuss these damn housewives. Y'all, from the very popular account and podcast, She Speaks Bravo, I got Emily Hanks with me today, and we talk about it all, okay? Now, look, some of y'all gonna be mad, but look, we, we got questions. We had to ask them. Sorry, it is what it is. This is your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. See you over there with your maid outfit like you always do. Hi, everybody. I am here and I literally had to think like, okay, I know me and Emily have recorded together like 78 times and I had to realize <laughs> like she has not been on here. Y'all know I took a break. I was all discombobulated, okay? But I got myself together and then I remembered <laughs> Emily has not come on here to talk about all of the bullshit that is Bravo with me. So I had to bring her on. Y'all know how much we listen. We love She Speaks Bravo, okay? Oh. We love the podcast. We love the account. We love the person behind it. I had to bring her on here. And she's had some of y'all's favorites on. I mean, everybody that's been on here has been on there. Okay? I know, right? <laughs> everybody. We love us some Emily, okay? <laughs> y'all recognize that voice. It's Emily. Hi. I'm not going to lie. I definitely was aware that I've not been invited on this podcast. So I, uh, <laughs> were, were you holding a grudge against me? <laughs> might've been, might've, uh, I had to, act, I had to act really coy and, and like shy when you, when you said, did you want to join? I said, Oh, Oh, I guess. Who me? I, oh, maybe. 
this whole thing what um, let me check my calendar oh yeah i guess we haven't i guess i haven't been on your podcast right <laughs> i didn't notice <laughs> you you were holding a grudge like Teresa. it's okay i don't blame it was you. the hottest you. ticket in town for a while like oh bravo while black used to give you shit for that all the time Oh my, uh, I still I remember. Get, like, shit for it every time they come on. They're like, yeah, we haven't been here in a minute. So yeah. I'm like, okay, calm down. Calm it's a down, tough okay. ticket to get on this one. Oh my gosh. I don't worry, y'all. We're, listen, we got some things to talk about today, okay? Because <laughs> they have been showing their entire asses on Bravo. And we oh got to talk about all of it. And I was like, who can I talk about all of this with? I need, I need, <laughs> I need all of the perspectives. I just need to talk about all of that. Plus, who can I talk to in Pacific time like those Beverly Hills housewives so she might have a little perspective, <laughs> you know? So who better than Emily? Who? How have you been? Oh, you know, surviving COVID. I oh, cannot gosh. believe I got it. I was, I, so I, I want to say it was a month ago. I was convinced I had it that, mm-hmm. rem- no, it wasn't a, remember, was it around Christmas time when like no one could get tested? Like if you got tested, it took like a week to get your results. Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was whatever that time frame was. I was like, okay, guys, I have COVID. I'm convinced I have COVID. So I isolated for five whole days. Oh, and was like, I feel it. I got the throat ache. I feel it. And then <laughs> I didn't have COVID. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and so I was like, I felt so stupid. So when these symptoms started, I was like, I don't want to be paranoid again and embarrass myself and uh-huh. be like, I don't have it. So I ignored them for probably like longer than I should have mm. and kept like doing things like working and like going to the store and shit. Uh-huh. And I feel really I feel I to this day, I feel so guilty about it. It's OK. And it's hard it, to tell. It's hard. It to tell. is because it's a throat thing. So it could be like your mm-hmm. allergies. Right. And then sure enough, it, it hit me so fast. And that yeah. night it came on and I took the, te- I took the test that next day. And I was like, it's not going to be it. It's going to be negative. That thing came up positive so fast. Ooh. I was like, okay, all right. Yep. Let me go back and call some people. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I saw some, I saw a good amount of people mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So then I've just been recovering from that. Have you okay? So I gotta ask you because then I'll tell you my own like COVID chapter of my life. But are you one of the people that's like been taking your notebook, like tracing back, like okay, who gave me this? Like who who's fault? Oh, I know. Who, I oh, I know. You know. <laughs> you know. At first, I thought it was okay. So I thought I knew who it was at first because my one mm. friend is kind of I wouldn't call her careless, mm-hmm. but she's a little loosey goosey. She's a little like. She'll take a sip of my water and I'm like, hold on. Right. Okay. One of Relax. those. <laughs> right. um, and so right away, because I'd seen her on a, on a Saturday and I was starting to feel symptoms on a Tuesday. And I was like, Heather, I swear to God, it was mm-hmm. you. It was you. And she's like, I feel fine. Then I talked, I, cause I, con- I t- contacted my friends that I saw on Sunday to be like, my friend Heather gave it to me. <laughs> and then they were like, I'm feeling a little sick. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh-oh. They had they had just gotten back from San Francisco. So I think in their travels, oh. they they brought it back to me. See, so then it was their fault. Oh, gosh. See, I'm a little nervous because I got to travel soon. I got to travel very soon. But I'm like, no, they're talking about like, no, you don't need masks for the plane. Uh, yes, the hell I do. Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, I do. Yes, Sorry. you do. 
Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't want it. It's just like nice. Like I enjoyed living like without a cold or a flu or a Mm -hmm. bug of any kind. Yes. I don't need to get even a little sick. I don't need a bug of any kind. So like I'm going to go back to just like masking up all the time and like spraying because I don't even want a cold. Right. It's, it's, It's nice. I mean, you get used to it. You're like, I've been feeling good for a long time. Why is that? <laughs> like, what, what is going on? Like, I, I had to buy Dayquil, Nyquil, all the crap. And oh, yeah. Gross. I Although it Walgreens. is a little fun. It, <laughs> a pinch fun, a pinch well, fun. Yes, I, you know. Taking a little bit of too much Nyquil can be a good time. You know, I, I, I'm not mad at you about that. Okay. I might have yeah. been at a time or two myself. You know. Yeah. I, uh, my sister is so funny because my sister was taking care of me and my mom even though like we were all around each other but she tested negative so she was taking care of us but then like the next time we went to like try to test uh to test negative she tested positive and then we tested negative and it was like you've probably had this the whole time too like I don't understand like where this is coming from it it was so weird it is so fickle there is like no rhyme or reason Mm -hmm. I remember so I got it it was Christmas, Christmas 2020. Uh-huh. And so it's so fun. We all hung out together. And I remember it's so it's so funny. Like you remember just random stuff. But I remember saying that night on Christmas, because I was around my family. We were all like, no, it's safe now. We're, we should be okay to at least hang out with just us because none of us go anywhere. So we're like, no, we should be okay to just hang out. All of us isolated people from society. We get together. And I remember later that night, probably like an hour before people start leaving, I was sitting at the table and I told my other cousin, I was like, I don't know why, but I kind of have a headache. Did I drink too much? Like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. She was like, I kind of have a headache too. Like what's happened. And then like, nobody put the pieces together the next day. Of course, the family group chat, someone sends a message. Uh, don't panic. Oh, uh, okay. If you don't want me to everyone panic, everyone is panic, right? Don't start off that way. If you don't want me to panic. So I read the text message. Don't panic. But uh, one of our cousins, you know, didn't, isn't feeling well. They've gone to get tested just to make sure, you know, they want to rule that out. Then an hour later. So yeah, they're, they're positive and you know, all. so we're like, Oh God, I tell the people I'm, I'm like, okay, y'all don't freak out. But someone that I've been around tested positive and all that kind of stuff. I feel fine. You know, it's whatever. So we all try to like self-isolate. It becomes like almost Oh boy, it had to be like a week and a half, <laughs> almost two weeks. I had no symptoms at all, but my cousins, all of them felt terrible. Everyone felt terrible. I felt totally fine. All of a sudden, while I'm like at home working on my laptop, cause I'm still work from home, like even two years later, I just realized like, I don't know what made me realize. I think I was burning a candle. I love candles. And I'm just like, I, I just literally sat there for a minute. I'm like, I don't smell that. I do not smell. Yes. I was like, I do not smell that candle. I took some, like, I have some like, uh, Febreze. And so I took the Febreze, sprayed it right in front of me. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't smell that. I don't smell that at all. And I literally, my sister walks by and I'm like, yeah, I don't smell any of this. She's like, okay. She's like, just get in the car. We're all going to get tested right now. So that, that was my journey. I, I had it like later than everyone else for some reason. I don't know if it was just laying dormant or wow. what was happening, but it was crazy. So I was battling after my entire family had just like come and out. And then the did you running. get sick, sick? So I wasn't too bad, but I had the entire time I had it, 
I had a headache that I could not shake. Oh, like no matter torture. what. Oh, it was absolute torture. I felt it's, it's uh, for those people out there with high blood pressure, it felt like when your blood pressure gets too high, I was just like, oh God, what is happening right now? Like Ugh. I feel, fo- if the thing was, it wasn't like a regular headache. It was like, I feel foggy. Like that's the only word I can describe. I'm like, I feel foggy. I don't know if my head's hurting, but like, I know something is You know, right. that's what I had too. That's the exact mm. headache. That's a perfect mm-hmm. way to describe it because I couldn't find the words to describe it. And yeah. it was that because Ugh. I was like, I try, I, I recorded, um, I was late to record the Beverly Hills premiere recap. Cause I was way too sick to record it when I would have. Right. So then I tried to like, kind of force myself to do it. And I like, I guess I felt okay, but it, I just felt weird. Like, right. I was reading my notes, but it was like, it, my head hurt, but it didn't just, it wasn't like a headache. It was fogginess. Uh-huh. So yes, it that's bad. it. It is so absurd. It like takes your brain power. It does. And there's no scarier feeling. I, uh, my, me and my mom both tested positive and I was like, Oh God, if I gave this to my over 60 year old mother, like I'll never forgive myself. Like it was too much. Like she felt like for her, like all of us, for some reason, me and my family, everyone had different symptoms. That's what's so crazy That's what's about so COVID. weird about it's COVID. so weird. It's so weird. Like there's for some reason, no consistency. No rhyme or reason. Right. <laughs> everyone had different symptoms. So like mine was this weird, like fog headache. My mom had the worst body aches that she's ever had in her oh, life. Bummer. My sister was like nauseous for some reason. So like it was bad for, it was just like, everyone had different stuff. I'm like, oh, this is, let, let's America, let's get out of this phase. Like let's, let's move away from this, this as soon as like, possible. <laughs> uh, you know, COVID would get lax consistency on its yes. report card. <laughs> It would get very ghetto. Would not recommend. What I would give it. <laughs> I don't know if I recommend COVID to anyone. So if y'all haven't I had agreed. it, keep dodging. Keep and honestly, dodging. the, re- the they—it's true. Like if you get the vaccine, it's mm-hmm. like it's you don't get hospitalized. You don't risk dying. You just get really sick, like a cold or a flu. And so, mm-hmm. is that fun? No. And so, like, I think I got confused by that, too, because, you know, I think I just got like that pandemic fatigue where I was like, I'm over it. OK, like COVID's right. over. I'm over it. So it's yes. over. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, whatever, I'm boosted. I'm fine. Uh-huh. And then when I got sick, I was like, oh, OK, wait, like you can still get other illnesses. So even <laughs> if this wasn't COVID, it was just a cold. I don't want this either. So I am uh-huh. going back to like. I want to live in a plastic bubble. Yes. Bubble boy. I'm bubble boy. I'm cool with that now. now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm cool with that now. We were all like not okay with it at first, but like now I'm like, you know what? (laughs) It has some perks. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with the germaphobe life. It's all right with me. I like not being sick. It's really fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You can do more. I'm over it. Oh God. I do not miss those days. I'm hoping you get better very, very soon. Uh, I'm I'm glad you had the energy to do this. You know, if you would have told me, you didn't tell me on purpose because you know if you would have told me, I would have been like, (laughs) nope. I know. (laughs) Like I told you, I've been waiting for this invitation. I'm like, I'm showing up. (laughs) I know. Oh my God. Well then, so I know you've had a lot of time to catch up on TV since you've had COVID. So let's talk about TV. Why don't mm-hmm. we start with the people that are headed out? 
New Jersey. Oh, thank Give God. Me, oh, my. Say Go that away. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, don't, I almost don't even ask you, but give me your thoughts on just the season overall. Was it too short, too long, perfect length? Who do you hate? Just give me, just word vomit everything about Jersey. Okay, here it, here it is. Okay, look. <laughs> this was the season that proved what I said at the beginning of when, when they announced that they weren't changing the cast, that they were just going to keep the exact same cast and maybe like add someone in. I said, that is very lazy. Uh I said, guys, you, we, at this point, you're, you're resting on your laurels Uh You're. I get that. I get that. We had a great reunion. Jen was the reason we had a great reunion because Jen, (laughs) Jen would not let up. Yes. And delivered, um, but that's not enough. You guys, this feud between Marge and Jen, and that's not enough. That's not enough to carry a whole season. You still got boring ass Jackie over there. Right. (laughs) You know, just being cute, Melissa. And Mm -hmm. I could, I just right off the jump. I knew that I'm in love. Teresa was going to be a weird thing to watch. So, so and so without bringing in like Marge needs a nemesis, like we need someone to come in. That's like got dirt on Marge. Like we need yes. like Marge has got to have an enemy in Jersey somewhere. That's like ready to take her ass down. So like yes. producers needed to go out and bet more people that were like going to be exciting. So instead mm-hmm. they're like, we're just going to do it again. We're just going to bring them back because they, they, I think they thought Marge, they really relied on Marge or like, she's heated. She's pissed off. She's uh-huh. going to. And so she did what they expected she would do. You know, she brought up Jen's stuff and she came for Louie and, but like Teresa is now, Teresa would absolutely be someone who joins a cult and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so Teresa is like, I'm in my love bubble and I'm going to repeat that over and over again. So yes. even though Marge was like, you know, now we've got these rumors to talk about Teresa. She kept saying it the same way. She's like, you're not going to talk about my boyfriend. She kept saying it the same way every single mm-hmm. time. So she was like on her like weird loop of like brainwashing uh-huh. So that wasn't even fun anymore. Like, I just got exhausted of that. Yep. Joe Gorga had way too much involvement. He was more involved <sighs> than ever before. Yeah. Because at this point, Melissa's like, I don't really want to be involved in the drama. So she just kind of wants him to do it. Uh-huh. And so we have an entire season where I'm actually like looking forward to Jackie's eating disorder scenes because they're the most like calming. Right. And, like, right? It's like the only like the only sense of like normalcy on the entire show is like watching her go through this journey, which is crazy. It's like, which is horrible. <laughs> right? There's like God. nothing else really. So <sighs> I knew the reunion was going to be a nightmare because mm-hmm. everyone, everyone's interviews were like, there's no resolution. It's just a bunch of yelling. I'm like, wonderful. Like, I right. don't want to see that. Like that's, there's no point then. Mm-hmm. And so it was just that, but I did love that Marge, now, look, if Marge wasn't guilty of like, <laughs> she wouldn't be so heated, but uh-huh. she's so heated and she's trying to. So she was just as bad. What did you call her? A Teresa variant? Yes. <laughs> so she's just as like heated as Teresa and drove Andy to the brink of insanity. Yes. Um. So that was 
Oh, that was fun to watch because Margaret really thinks she's above it all. She feels like she's such teacher's pet. You know, she's mm-hmm. like Andy likes me and she's got that like smugness to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andy did definitely I think Andy for the first time was looking at Teresa like, I don't know if I can keep co-signing you anymore. <laughs> right. Like he's like this. We've gone to a new place with you. Like mm-hmm. this is different. And I'm concerned. Right. Especially the prenup thing. I feel like that he's like, really? That triggered a lot for him. He's like, I have watched you go to prison. Right. For your man. And you haven't learned anything. So he's like, he's, he was kind of grossed out. I think he's finally gone to the point where he's like, there's no helping this woman. That's what I'm saying. She could join a cult. And I would be like, yeah, she's, she's easy to brainwash. What's it um, called? Uh, Nexium or whatever it yeah. was on HBO. <laughs> I could see she'd it. Definitely be the yeah. Because she's I like what? Unlike your brainwasher, and she's like she's in. You know but, what's crazy? Like yeah, that ahead. whole that whole thing. Sometimes I feel bad for her because I almost feel like she's clinging to this love bubble so much because we like we've seen like what her love was before, oh, which was Joe Giudici. So it's like. It almost feels like we're watching somebody experience true love for the first time, even though someone you've been married for over 20 years. And that's kind of, that's a little baffling. It's a little scary. It's a little everything. So like witnessing this, it's almost like, okay, I get that you're like so in love, but also like, whoa, back up a little bit. She's like like an easy target though. It's kind of like cults and predators and they Uh go for easy targets because like someone who's a little bit stronger is going to be like what are you doing and right (laughs) back them off and she's like oh my god this guy i mean she it's like vicky gunvalson on orange county she was a you know very easy target i want my love tank full and here comes a guy to fill up her love tank so then i got really 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 mad at jen um, mm. because I, I, maybe I'm blind and I, and I, and I'm, and I'm usually kind of am open to seeing another side mm-hmm. and you know, your listeners may get mad at me for this, but I'm staying ignorant. <laughs> okay. We love ignorance over here. So that's perfectly fine. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it on purpose. I feel <laughs> like Dolores actually was doing her best to be a decent friend to Jen. Yeah. By being like, look, Jen, I, I could easily with cameras up, turn my back on you because it's the popular decision in this group to not mm-hmm. like you. And Teresa wants a soldier. That's clear. We, everyone knows that about Teresa. Right. Kiss the and, ring. Yeah. <laughs> and Dolores knows how to play neutral because she's been in the world for so long and she's mm-hmm. played neutral. I mean, she's friends with Caroline for crying out loud. Like, right. <laughs> she knows how to play the whole, as she says, she's like, I'm familiar with this part of the zoo. Right. So I thought she did a decent job of like standing up. Like she stayed with Jen after the quote fight, which wasn't a fight with Melissa. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm staying here. I will stay with you. And then she went to Melissa's shore party and was like, you all ganged up on her. And I'm sorry, you charge at me. I'm going to think you're going to hit me. So I'm going to put my hand out and I'm going to block mm-hmm. you. 
and wasn't backing down, even though they all were like, I can't believe you would say that. And just being, you know, Karens, they're all a bunch of Karens when they get together. <laughs> oh my God. The three worst friends <laughs> that we've ever seen on TV. Agreed. They bring oh, out geez. the worst in each other. <laughs> and so I thought that Dolores really did prove that she was drying her, trying her best. Cause Jen can be a little, as much as I do like Jen, cause mm-hmm. I do, I've, I I I kind of even though she is kind of hard to ride for sometimes I like Jen. Me too. <laughs> right? I'm like, well, whatever. She's good. I'm a but Jen when, fan. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like Teresa got in Jen's head because oh, even in the after shows, she's like a different person. Mm-hmm. And it's like Teresa was like, you know, she saw Dolores not being diehard team Teresa anti Marge, and so she got in Jen's head. So Jen came in guns blazing and had the nerve Uh-oh. to say to Dolores, how were you my friend this year? And I said, you're dead to me. <laughs> you yeah. are dead to me. I was like, she really did her best, Jen. You got to know who you are. You got to know, uh-huh. like, know thyself. Know you're, know you're a wild card. She did her best. I think they kind of made up towards the end of the reunion. I'm I hoping so. It seemed like something happened. Yeah. Um. But that, yeah, that was that was my biggest caveat with Jen at the reunion. Um. But then I just got exhausted, and every time Teresa started talking, I was like, "I'm gonna kill you." Yes. <laughs> Shut up. And then it was, it was so over, much. and I was like, "Thank God it's over." And then Louis came out and scared me. Louis came out and freaked me out and said some stuff. And I was going to ask you that because people like they did that poll (laughs) on Watch What Happens Live and they were asking people like, you know, so after the reunion, how do you feel about Louis? And people were like, oh, it's like, I think 80% of the people polled were like, oh, my opinion has completely changed. I like this guy. He's good for Teresa. Like completely changed. How do you feel about that? Um, I like... (sighs) (laughs) here's my confusion Mm -hmm. wouldn't they have it felt like they didn't even have a conversation about how they were going to play it once they got on set because yeah you made the great the great meme of of it was candy's face just like scowling when he's hugging like louis hugging mm -hmm. marge and she's like "Mm, oh dear you wouldn't mm-hmm. they have had that conversation like when we go out there we're not touching them we're not hugging them we're not smiling you know at them we're not doing anything <laughs> but instead it's like they didn't have that conversation and suddenly louis comes out and he's like you know what actually guys we're cool we're cool we're hanging out and she's like what right and she's outwardly going, saying don't touch them don't hug them don't shake their hand <laughs> like did you guys not communicate about your strategy prior you know what I think, though? If I know Teresa Giudice, she probably thought, she was like, you know what? I really don't need to say anything to him because anyone in my corner knows to ride for me unconditionally, without oh. question, undying support. So she probably got out there and was just as blindsided as like America was by like seeing him forgive Marge and stuff. Oh, so you think, okay, I love that theory. So you <laughs> think that because they've been talking so much, because he clearly was like anti-Marge. We saw him at the finale. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, he, she wants to sit in your seat. Mm-hmm. So that even makes him less trustworthy. Than, mm-hmm. And we should trust him even less than what people are saying. Because then if she's assuming he's going to be writing with her and then he gets on that platform and 
kind of stabs her in the back. Uh-huh. I found it to be as much as like, as much as I was sick and tired of Teresa being like, don't touch her. Don't do that. I kind of just wanted it to end because I think that's uh-huh. human nature. We want peace. We want resolution. Uh-huh. I also was a little weirded out that he was dropping his guard so fast. I was like, yeah. oh, wait, why is he doing that? Because he's doing it in front of cameras where like, she's going to look like the bad guy. Right. See, and that's sort of shitty. That's what's crazy to me because I know, like, I sh- I know for a fact, like, I, I'm, you know, enough common sense to know that I should be saying, okay, he's allegedly done this, he's allegedly done that. Those are the reasons why I should not like this guy. But for me, like, even all because, like, I'm like, okay, maybe, may- maybe, like, let's let's suppose I'm someone that doesn't believe women, which I am. I believe women, so like, I don't think that like everything that's come out has been just like this random conspiracy against him. But for me, this is kind of crazy, but people that are just day in and day out from sunup to sundown, cheery and happy people, Uh I just, I can't, I don't know, I don't trust it. And I'm just like, he's always like, he's one of those people that like always has like a mantra or an Instagram quote for every situation. And I'm like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Do not trust that either. The toxic uh-uh. positivity. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Like even when he brought him over to his house at the beginning of the season to have like that circle of that like family. honesty, <laughs> even though it did like there was a, a moment kind of of them all getting along. But even that, even at that, it was weird because Teresa seemed kind of out of place there because she took the first opportunity she could to like get mad at Melissa. She was like, it was something like Melissa's thing that she wanted to work on was more family time. And Teresa goes, oh, so then you should have invited me over to your house. (laughs) And Melissa's like, but what? (laughs) We're here. Right. What? And she's like, why are we fighting now? And, and Louie ignored it, which made me kind of go, wait, does Louie purposely ignoring what Teresa does? It was just, it felt obvious that there was a disconnect that he's like, not really mm-hmm. tapping into and like and like sinking into reality with his like guru shit right <laughs> it's all a bunch of bullshit yeah and the yeah. fact that she says they never fight i just don't it, it's Red all flag. too it's too good to be true because it is right i don't care who you are you if you, you can be my best friend in the world that i've known forever you could be the love of my life if you breathe too loudly next to me for too long, I'll probably get an attitude. Like, I can't understand how you've never had a fight with this person that you're about to marry. That's weird. Well, even even That's at weird. the reunion when like, she's like, don't, don't do that. And he kind of leans in. And he's like, don't do this, whatever. I could mm-hmm. t- like, how is that not considered slightly an argument? I don't know. Right. Like it just, it, it's not ringing true. I don't know how everybody was like, and now I believe everything he says. It's like, guys, right. I, when he, the way he said, um, what man in America hasn't had a fight with their wife and had the cops called? I was like, what? Right, like, <laughs> uh, huh? This is the most common thing. He like, said it like it was so normal. Right. And you know what's even crazy? Man in America. <laughs> The, it's crazy because the fact that he's sitting up here with a cast full of people from New Jersey, they're probably like, you're right. You know, we, we've all had the, the most toxic. You know, right? <laughs> right. You're right. Good point. Frank, oh, Frank God. Catania is, right. the num- is the number. Frank is probably the most toxic of all the men, but he gets away with it. Cause he's like not with Dolores anymore, but mm. I got a bone to pick with that Frank Catania. 
Yeah. I was very mad at him when he was uh-huh. making fun of Polly. Like Dolores was pissed. Uh-huh. Ooh, Dolores was so mad, actually. Like I was uh-huh. like, stop it, Frank. Like I was getting so nervous because you're like watching seen- through your eyes. You're like, oh shit, what's happening? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because she we, and even Andy was like, she this is the most pissed she's been all day, right? And a lot's happened. I've watched her fight with Jen, <laughs> like, right? She's not been more mad. And he's like, well, you know, I tried to, I tried to connect with him, and he doesn't want to go get dinner. Or he doesn't want to be best friends. Like she goes because he wants to establish a relationship with me. Hello? That's normal. <laughs> yeah, like just because you guys have a very unhealthy dynamic. Like time uh-huh. to change it, dude. Right. I think you live with David. Super weird. And hang out with him and his new girlfriend. Who is also Louis' ex. Eh? Super weird. It's weird. I don't know. It's, yeah. all, it's all, it's just all weird to me. Does he look like, okay, wait, before I go to the other little question, does he look like Buzz Lightyear to you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was actually a really good read. <laughs> it's one of those things, it's like, oh shit, it's like, I kind of hate that, but it's like, it's kind of true. Damn, <laughs> he said it, I was like, ooh, fair, God. fair, 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 fair. Joe Gorga was a fool at that reunion. I think this was his worst reunion performance yet. Absolutely. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, Buy Me A Beer, okay? Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics2, the number two this time. Yeah, they said it was too long, yada, 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 whatever. Listen, I work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the Instagram account, to do the polls, the stories, the uh, 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 everything else in between. Any support that you guys give me, I always appreciate. So if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh, ratings and reviews, then just buy me a coffee. I love you for it. Mwah! What did you think about Tracy like not being there at all? Didn't make an appearance, bought a new pretty dress for the reunion. And just like, first of all, it was disrespectful that they didn't put her on the, the couch with the rest of them. They literally pulled up a, a, a folding like graduation lawn chair and like <laughs> put it out there for her to sit on. So I guess this should have told us everything we, we thought we knew. But what did you think about that? Did she make that little realized, of an impact? Was she a housewife? Did she have a tagline? No. No, right? Nope. No, okay. Yeah, the I just thought it was odd that they had her in the promos. They had her in the photos. They had her, like, they made it seem like she would be there. You would think they would have just, like, not included her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but her contribution must have literally been that useless. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, she contributed literally zero. Like, when she did come out and they were editing it, they're like, I mean, do we need any of this? Like, imagine the editors, right. they're like, okay, so we went through Tracy's stuff. Um, I mean, I guess we kind of covered all of this outside of her. Right. I Honestly, guess, I wonder if they pay her. I wonder if they pay them less if you get cut out. Probably not, right? You get paid for your appearance. Oh, 
I don't know. Right? Because it's usually like a, I think reunions are like structured like a bonus. Like you get paid like a, a percentage of something if you show I'm up. So, you know, right. I'm like, hmm, I don't I know. Don't, but, like, they're like, oh, she's not worth another penny. Right? <laughs> that's, oh, that's so bad. Because it's like, sheesh, you bought that dress. You, you know what's funny? It's done. like, she isn't even the worst housewife you've ever seen either. She's like, it's not like she on paper did anything that horribly bad. She's just right. like, not a star you know Does that what? makes she, sense she's in that spot that you never want to be as a housewife you either want to be like the person that everyone you want to be polarizing in some way you want to be the person that everyone either likes or the person that everyone hates but you you never want to like float in the middle of being like you know what i forget about her who is that who is that in the corner very forgettable <laughs> And she and she got in with the wrong people like she came in to be like Melissa and Joe's friend and like Uh Tiki Barber too. like wanted to be involved, but like didn't want to be involved because he knew he had too many secrets. So he's like, I don't want to be too here because then you're going to ask questions. And then Uh like he did not want to go to the reunion either. He was like, I definitely don't want any lines of questions coming my way. So right. He probably got on the show and then saw what was happening. and was like, uh, this was a bad idea. So we'll <laughs> ride this out and then we'll be done. Right. It's probably, I honestly don't think that friends always necessarily need to make an appearance because unless you have an impact on a season, like, like sudden her first season, good example uh Latoya on Atlanta last year in every argument everything needed to be there those are good examples of like being able to contribute but like if Tracy came out what logistically would she have contributed to the conversation it's like nothing I think two of the best examples of friends coming on a reunion is Kim G coming on and Kim D yes yes hands down like when kim g came out to like bust danielle Uh oh god old jersey i almost said the glory days one and two of jersey possibly um like great television that's comfort food that's like soul food on a sunday oh my god danielle is so insane Oh my God, it's, it's everything. That season two reunion never gets old to <laughs> never. me. Never. <laughs> I could have watched it a million times. <laughs> what about, what are your thoughts on Jackie? Uh, and then we'll go to Beverly Hills. What are your thoughts on Jackie possibly being demoted for next season? You know, for her own health, I think that's a good idea. So mm-hmm. when she said they were packing up and getting ready to go to Nashville and she was talking to Evan about how like Marge wants her to have her back more with the whole Teresa thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I kind of can't get too involved because it sparks some of my eating disorder stuff. Mm-hmm. Right then I went, Ooh, might be time for a break. Yes. Might be time. You can come back, but you better bring something. Yes. But you can, because it takes a very like insane person to do reality television, mm-hmm. which is kind of why Melissa isn't good reality TV anymore because she's yeah. like, I already did years of fighting with Teresa and like breaking down and crying and like all the drama. Mm-hmm. She just wants to coast and she just wants peace. Way too comfortable. I don't want peace anymore. I need people that that are like Jen. I need people that are willing right. to come on and like go through a tumultuous emotional roller coaster. Uh-huh. And Jackie is not equipped for that and she shouldn't be. And I thought she I thought it was really great and I thank her forever for what she did give us this season because it was uh-huh. so brave and so 
vulnerable and amazing. But I think that that is for her own good. I think that she needs some time. That is actually the perfect segue into Jersey. I mean, into uh, Beverly Hills, because I actually felt the same way about Dorit. I was like, I probably, this traumatic of an experience, like what, whatever happened, I, it probably would have been a good time to step back, <sighs> focus on making sure that like, you can go out and be okay with like your surroundings and not worry about, you know, whether this guy is going to do something. This woman is over here looking at me, you know, I would be more focused on my mental health, my children and stuff like that. But I know it's, I know the the spotlight is a dick thing and I know they all want to be there, but this would have probably been a great time for her to either drop down to a friend or take a season off. Like the, they'll, they'll take your call, take a season off and just, you know, get right first. How, what she are your thoughts? Even, she could have <laughs> even taken a month off. Right. They would have understood. Exactly. They would have they would have come to your house and set up a camera and filmed you just at home and done a couple interviews and they would and that would have actually been very compelling television. Uh-huh. I would have I would have loved to seeing her pop up at like episode six or seven without warning, like walking out to her confessional chair. That would have been everything. Right. Everything that would have really felt authentic and uh-huh. genuine, except um. So I don't know where you land on this. I don't want to get your listeners mad at me, but I, (laughs) um, so I live close to where Dorit lives. Okay. (laughs) Mind you, not in the mansion. Okay. (laughs) You know, you know how like America is like, if you live a few blocks away, like it's Mm -hmm. like the rich people and then like the normal people like that's it's like that. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So my sister runs a dog sitting company and walks uh, one of her clients is like right across the street from Dorit's house. Uh So she's seen Dorit's house all the time. And so when the robbery happened in real time, my sister and I were both like, wait, what? Like it just, it Uh seems so strange because that area, everyone knows that area has like surveillance. Everyone has security. Everybody Uh has security. And so the way in which it happened seemed odd um, when it was announced that they didn't have their security on, it was like, why? And at first, I don't know if it was just rumor and someone gave a weird interview or like was speculating and it became fact, but it wasn't. But I thought that they had said that um, Teddy's husband was installing security, but that might've been a rumor because that's it turns, I thought. <laughs> that's what, right. I thought that he was and which was the same thing that was happening when Kyle's house was burglarized. Uh-huh. He was installing. I think that was rumor though. I think that was pure. Okay. Somewhat, I think that's what I, I'm assuming. Let's just go it's with starting, let's, let's just starting go with to it. Feel a little bling ring, but okay. Right? right. Let's, let's just, let's go, let's go. Let's, let's pretend let's give them. Uh-huh. Okay. Fine. Fine. However, it still felt very strange because you would, if you're breaking into someone's home, you would kind of make sure no one was home first. Uh And I'm sure that like Dorit's car was there. I'm sure that like lights were on. I don't, this, it would appear pretty clear. The timing of it seems strange that like, wouldn't she have heard the glass breaking? Uh Um, wouldn't, um, I don't know, it, uh, but I also don't want to doubt that it happened because like, oh my God, I'm going to hell. Right. Um, 
but you feel I, bad for having questions because I have a million, but I'm like, shit, do I want to ask these questions out loud? Does that make me a terrible person? I know, but I have, that's how I feel. I have questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I feel so bad, but I have questions. Because there was another thing. Okay, so let's take let's take all the logistics out of it. Fine. Uh-huh. Let's when she goes to Kyle's uh-huh. and they're do, like they all are like there to gather and she's the way she's describing it was it I've watched so much true crime same and it just didn't feel like how people reenact and recount like difficult situations it just felt very theatrical and uh-huh. like and then when the dogs start barking, Kyle's dogs start barking and she is, she's like, Oh my God, Kyle, what is that? What's go check on it. And it felt kind of like, like a bit Uh she was doing. And then she looks over to Erica. Mind you, this has just happened hours prior. Like it happened, Uh like she's hasn't slept from that night. And she goes, I'm tired of being scared. I don't want to be scared anymore. I'm like, it just happened. Right. That wouldn't come out of your mouth so soon. Right. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't think that because you would just be scared. It's a, so that that, whole, no, no, don't. I'm happy that I'm in a safe place because I, (laughs) it's a dangerous thing to discuss because I know. But okay, we're okay, but we're in a truth circle. Here we are. Yes. Okay, here we are. There, there, don't feel bad because there are plenty of people right now questioning. So we okay, good. It, it, it's a lot of stuff. Okay, for me, when she went over Kyle's house, this entire ending scene to me was really what was kind of weird because it felt like now it's not necessarily we're still like dealing with the repercussions of what happened. It felt more like this is my chance to play up for the cameras. And it, the the part that really like kind of uh, just gave me an icky feeling was when her and PK were finally leaving and the, I can't find my phone. It's not in here. She didn't get in the van for some reason. She sat outside to wait for him and she did the whole, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And it's like, that's a great like made for TV movie moment, but it's like, is this real? Like what, what's actually happening? Like, would you, and would you actually leave your wife outside who had just been in this situation, just leave her there and go look for your phone on the inside? Like maybe y'all both go back in together or everything about it. Just like, it's one of those things where it feel right. Yeah. It makes you like shut her down your back. You're like, uh, goosebumps a little bit. Like what is actually happening? I don't Oh, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like discussing this. I don't know. This is a lot. I felt uh. like an asshole too, because as soon as like when he went inside and mm-hmm. she uh, was, I thought she was looking, I thought she was using like the find my phone, like app thing. Mm-hmm. She goes, find it, find the phone. Right. And like, I, I know I was supposed to feel like emotions, but I just started laughing there and some- I rewatched it. I like made a loop of it and just rewatched it over and over. Cause I'm a dick like that. Like I know, like I, <laughs> but I, cause like, I was, I just thought I was like, this doesn't re and I'm very, am I like, I'm an empath and I hate to right. say that. Cause like, that's an overused term, but like I am annoyingly mm-hmm. and I didn't connect right at all. I was like, this feels very performative. It did. And it's so convenient too that the kids didn't know anything happened. Yeah. Because kids can't lie. Uh So how convenient that they don't know anything happened. So therefore wouldn't be questioned. 
it's everything when they were on the inside and Garcelle showed up. And so the read starts kind of like recounting this situation to her and Erica out of nowhere, just like they held a gun to her head, Garcelle. And I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, what is happening right now? Like, what am I actually watching? It's just like moments like that. And this was like, I don't know if I'm just watching people that are just like overly dramatic or what's happening, but everything about it was just like. That's the part that weirded me out too. Yeah. It's it like, was so abrupt. Even Garcelle just kind of had no reaction. She just kept staring at Dorit. She didn't, she didn't go like, oh my God. She went. Right. Mm. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> just nodded right like what are you eric they all picked their roles mm. too like kyle was hysterically crying yes and uh rena was like wow wow dorit wow <laughs> and erica was like they could have killed her they could have killed her they could have killed those right. kids they all took their characters on uh-huh. um Garcelle, I think, is handling it the best because she's still she's maintaining compassion, uh-huh. but with no real um, she's not going over the top emotionally. She's just sort uh-huh. of like gathering intel, but still like warm. Right. Garcelle is a person that's like, you know what? Y'all could be lying right now, but I'm gonna let y'all have this. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna sit back and just you know I'm gonna let y'all do what y'all do. She's I'm like, if you're training. willing to give me this performance, right. I will allow it. Who who am I not to appreciate it? <laughs> like I'm just gonna sit uh-huh. back, enjoy it. It's okay. Do <sighs> we think does because Sutton has not? She's come out and said that she hadn't read all the headlines, mm-hmm. and she was being insensitive. I, you know, I, I still will never really forgive Sutton for her beginning of last season, <laughs> because let's not forget how weird she was last season. Like, at yeah. the, like when she's having the conversation with Crystal about not seeing color, mm-hmm. and when it's not going her way, she busts out the white lady tears. I don't see. Uh, hold on i really don't like girl why are you crying now right and so like sutton starts to do that in this past episode where she's like my father shot himself with the gun i'm like okay but before it was your work like sutton right don't do that sutton it's it's so weird (laughs) everyone's fine now like we've they're all going to like stagecoach festivals and shit together so like none of this matters at the end of the day but i'm just like sutton be normal right Sutton is so weird Sutton is such a weird she bird. is she is and I was I'm glad you brought that up because I was literally going to ask you do you think because you know a lot of people have been saying no it's so insensitive other people are like well no she Sutton usually calls it like she sees it and you know stuff like that so do you think she for whatever reason I don't know whether she saw something or she was gathering energy I don't know what it was but do you think it's possible that she just like wasn't buying this from the beginning or do you think she was just having an insensitive moment I kind of would love that too. I would love that I would love if like she had the foresight to go what that's bullshit and not (laughs) um but if she didn't you know say that and then Uh she's when she announced on social media after the premiere aired and was like y'all I hadn't read the papers I hadn't done my research sorry I was insensitive I was like oh okay I thought I thought maybe she was going to come out and be like, sorry, I just didn't buy it. I thought she was going to maybe double down on that. Right. But when she doubled down and see, I, I remember this last year with Erica, even though she was great because she didn't 
back down with Erica. She still didn't give it to Erica like I wanted her to give it to Erica. Right. Like, I wanted her to like fucking give it to Erica and she uh-huh. didn't. And so she did this again. We're like, I I was hoping after that amazing scene that was hilarious with Kyle, I was hoping she'd be like, sorry, <laughs> y'all. I didn't think it was real. Like I was right. hoping she would take that route, but she didn't. She took the route of, I hadn't really read all of the articles. And I was like, that's, that's your stance. Right. Especially I, after you like gave us a doctoral dissertation last season on all the articles about Erica. It's like, uh, you read them all. You read track. everything. I just, right. and also like you could have made a phone call. Like it did. Had she said, I didn't buy it. I'd be standing. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yes, Sutton. I that because the scene is hilarious as much as it's crazy, horrible. It's really funny. It is. I'm like, I'm, I should not be finding as much humor as I am in a lot of these moments. But it on is Beverly so Hills, funny. It oh is. my God. Because Kyle's trying to have her cry moment. She wanted it so like, bad. That's what they do on Beverly Hills. They give each other their moment. They're like, mm-hmm. here's your cry scene. And they step back and they're like, go ahead. And mm-hmm. she, and Kyle's like, this is my scene to cry. And you're not letting me. And Sutton doesn't have one tear. And she's no, like, I'm... oh my God, this designer she's trying to bring him in from Paris. And you know, <laughs> And then says, sorry, I wasn't held up at gunpoint. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, like, even me, I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I feel like when she said, sorry, I didn't have a gun to my head. It's like, okay, so then you do know that she had a gun to her head. Right. So, like, you're, I you're thought maybe you situation. weren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought maybe you didn't know, but you did know. Oh, okay. Oh. So, yeah, right. I... <clears throat> Sutton's just weird. She's just a weird lady. I mean, let's not. She was face rolling yeah. all last season. You very, know, Sutton's weird. Southern eccentric. Yes. Yes. Very, very that. Very. You know what? She reminds me. I don't know if you ever watched um, Sharp Objects on HBO. With, oh my uh, god. <laughs> she reminds me of the mom on that show so much. I'm, every time I'm like, oh god, you're you're gonna give your kids medicine oh. they don't need. Like this is too much. <laughs> That is such an amazing comparison. <laughs> it's, it's, it's oh my god! So she's literally every like southern Spot woman on. on TV ever. Because she's like she's you know she's proper, but she's also naughty. And right? Like she you know she's just a weird little lady. Even the way she dealt with Rena, it was fun, but it was also odd. Because mm-hmm. then even even Garcelle was like, what are you doing? She's like, I right. adore you. She's like, no, you don't. Right. You do. What? Garcelle, Garcelle flowed through that. She's so smooth. Yes. Oh, she's like butter. She's just like, yes, I love I like, love me some Garcelle. She's like, I'm going to go. You guys aren't being nice. Like, forget it. Right. Nasty. <laughs> and like, Rena's like, I don't. Oh, no. I don't be nasty ah, I'll right. you. And then she... was all about image at this dinner like it was so much so do you think she's pissed off that her one storyline is gone episode two like it's already out the window this early <laughs> she's pissed she's I, pissed i was just telling my sister i go sutton is so stupid because she doesn't <laughs> realize that Rina wants nothing more than a very easy storyline that she can right. ride out for an entire season. Anything to avoid all the crazy rumors about her family, her husband, uh-huh. her daughter. So you just gave her, a, you just handed her a storyline. 
So she was like, yes, here we go. One <laughs> full season of this. I can't believe you, Sutton. Right. I, I mean, how dare Harry was like, you better back off. I mean, <laughs> and then all Garcelle had to do was be like, I'm leaving. This is just nasty. Like, what are we even doing? And Diana's like, this is so tacky, both of you. Right. And Lisa's like, fuck. <laughs> like no i don't, I don't want to fight with you what I don't, but literally the first two episodes is like i'm gonna fucking fight with sudden if my fucking life depends on it it's like okay this is very opposite but that's he right. was so excited for this storyline oh absolutely oh, she couldn't wait what do you uh, wait. what do you think about diana so far we got okay. a new housewife an, an eighth housewife on this show um have you seen do you follow the account give them Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Why can't I say yes. her name? Yes. Can you say it? What's it? Kamala. Mm-hmm. God. Um, so she did that dive on Diana Jenkins. Did you see that? I did see that. Yes, yes. So right away, Diana gives me the vibe of like corrupt money. Like yes. anyone wearing that many Cartier rings. I'm like, okay, you have buried bodies. Right. <laughs> Um, and when she, when you hear her story too, like you were a refugee and the thing Mm -hmm. that I want to remind people is even though people can come from like crazy stories like that, like, oh my God, you came here with nothing and you built something. It doesn't mean they're always going to turn into good people. Right. That can mean they turn into awful people. Like it doesn't, just because they Uh have that background doesn't mean that they're amazing. Like mother Teresa. Right. They need to go the good route or it can be their literal villain origin story. One of the two (laughs) doesn't have to be one. Listen, not everyone that comes from, you know, humble beginnings or or tragedy ends up being a good person. Okay, some people are like, exactly. I'm riding this out for the rest of my life. All I know is this brutality and I'm that's all I know. That's what I'm going to do. And she sounds like she really roughed it. And then she Mm -hmm. meets this huge money man and she's like, boom. Mm-hmm. And so just the way everyone's like, oh, I know about Diana Jenkins and the <laughs> dive that that account did. It was I'm like, oh, God, like so this woman's got a story behind her. Yeah. Will she be good TV? Probably. She already nope. seems like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the stuff that was uncovered about her, granted, they're blinds. A lot of them are blind items, but a lot of them are her book. A lot of them's like her book like legit news articles or like like firsthand accounts like wasn't robert downey jr one of the people who said something about they were like so real (laughs) decent iron man speaks out about you then we got to kind of look you know we got we got to take that into consideration wasn't he saying something like she was like a like like pimping out hayden panettiere Oh my God. Wasn't this, that it? Because the dive was so, so in depth that like you kind of like you, I start like forgetting halfway through what I was even reading. Mm-hmm. So there was some dark stuff in there that I need to revisit. Um, but I want to say it wasn't all blinds. It was like some of it was legit. Yeah, you're you were looking through and it's like, oh, this this is CNN. Oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't <laughs> I thought this is all like Dumois. Like I didn't know this is like CNN and MSNBC in here too. Like, okay. And so at this point now, she's clearly so loaded. Like when she walked in with her fiance, I thought that was her son. Uh And then I wasn't mad at it, but I was also like, I legit thought that was her son. And then she had a kid. I'm like, oh, you had a baby? Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. This is like, I feel like on the surface, she's the perfect housewife. Right? But that's very, very, really turns out. Uh Uh-huh. 
very like it's such corrupt level money like you can't yes. get that rich without being corrupt keep in mind jen shaw on the surface is a perfect housewife too so i mean that might tell us a lot that we you know i'm did uh, i'm not gonna say it out loud i'm just saying that, that might tell us a lot there and also know, the yeah. fact that erica's like i want to be diana jenkins tells us everything we need to know right <laughs> god that's like poison ivy says she wants to be harley quinn or something like okay that's it's not the best but all right well we'll let it go right before we jump over to our georgia peaches Mm-mm. do you think erica jane is redeemable or is she just suited to be a villain <laughs> i mean i at this point love that she's um leaning i don't she doesn't think she's leaning into her villain role but i guess that's what makes her a good villain Right, because I guess a, a villain doesn't think of themselves as a they villain. They think they're a hero, yeah. And like, because for example, Lisa Rinna is an annoying villain because she thinks she's a villain. Right. So she's like, "Look at me being a villain," and you're like, "That doesn't work like that. You have to just like exist realistically." Speaking of which, I oh god, I was so <laughs> mad because. I love her tagline so much, but I hate that she says it. <laughs> it literally, like, I feel like she hasn't earned that tagline. Wait, like, what's her tagline? It's the, uh, hi, I'm Karma. Oh, and yes, yes I'm, I'm a, a bitch. bitch. Imagine if someone else said that, I'd be like, ooh, that's so good. But it's like, Rena, did you, did you earn that yet? Like, are you really... Like you, you've been coasting a lot. Like you've been in the flop era with Beverly Hills for a while. Like it's on the up now, but like... I don't know if I don't know if you're the one we're giving karma to. Like if Sutton or Garcelle maybe said that there was someone's karma, like calling light to a lot of the BS that goes on on the show, I'm all in. I'm buying that. But Rena is like, mm, I don't know about that. But okay. her early seasons, she really could have pulled that off. But now yes. it's so old and tired. I'm like, Rena, shut up. Right. Like, shut up. Like right. Rena is just playing the idea of Rena. Rena's uh-huh. like, what is Rena? Like Rena's like not even sure who she is. So Erica thinks she's this innocent person living a fabulous life. And, and just one day everyone will see that I'm innocent and all of this is just, I'm a victim. And so it's fun to watch because now we know that that big motion was filed. Edelson yes. filed that big motion. That's like, no, no, this was a criminal enterprise and <laughs> she was the front man. And when he said that, I was like, okay, I can watch this season and enjoy. Mind right. you, now we're not going to get any like, she's not going to answer to it until the reunion but it is going to be fun watching her be like i'm innocent you'll all find out only for us right. to be like no mm-hmm. like now no, no. they think otherwise sorry <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie so yeah she's definitely a good villain because she she thinks she's a good guy absolutely dear god oh beverly hills you 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 i'm glad y'all are doing good in the ratings i'm glad that you know y'all are I'm they always the stay like winning in the ratings, don't they? Yeah. They always usually, dominate. This is, this is like, I'm so shocked that like Atlanta had one perfect segue. Atlanta had like one bad season and then like are struggling no. to like get back to the top. And it's like, oh, it's like, what the hell? Like Atlanta deserves like the ratings that they've been pulling. Like they premiered last season at like 1.4, which is like crazy for live TV nowadays. Cause yeah no one's watching live tv but now seeing them like at the i mean it, 
don't get me wrong it's amazing for amazing ratings for housewives shows or for any show really that's on tv now like them pulling in over eight hundred thousand live viewers and stuff like that not even taking into account dvr and stuff like that i mean it's, it's still great but it's like dang i remember when like season seven rolled around and it was like 4.3 million live viewers for like it was crazy numbers for atlanta and it's wow. so it's just like you're right and i know that like all tv ratings have gone down over the years it's just it, it's the way it is because like, you, you know, stream you stream exactly. it later uh-huh. people dvr and stuff and that's why even andy and... said we we pull different information like when, right. when kelly dodd was trying to be like the numbers are lower than ever he's like listen we pull right. we, we do it different these days uh-huh. exactly and i'm so I'm, I'm glad that you know that the ratings are for everyone is good right now for at least the shows that I like. I mean, even even Jersey, who drove me absolutely insane, but their ratings were amazing this season. They so were. I'm glad about that. I'm, I'm happy that, like, you know, our shows aren't going by the wayside. People are still, like, I, I feel like it's at that cult following level now where, like, no matter what, it'll probably stay around here because people are like, no, these are my shows. I'm going to watch them, even if, like, the random viewer that they're trying to attract has no interest in it. I'm not watching it, but I'm gonna watch it. You know? Are we at <laughs> risk? Are we at risk of losing our shows? I never even think of that. I know it's crazy to think. I'm so like that person, but like nowadays, I don't think so even because right? reality TV is still, one, it's still so cheap to make. Two, it still draws in a lot of viewers. It's just that like they're having to, you know, people, they're having to figure out casts and stuff like that. Like people are asking like for different looking cast now they're asking for different people with different morals and they're asking for a lot so stuff is changing people it's important for the like the advertisers but yeah even with the numbers that they're still pulling in compared to a lot of other like like the numbers for like atlanta i think i want to say there was still even when they like premiered at uh what was it like 900 some thousand i think they were still like the number two or number three show that night okay okay good yeah so it's like it's it's just like tv as a whole because like even football numbers football's gone down but like they don't take into account like prime i know (laughs) they don't take into account like prime and paramount plus where you watch it and all that kind of stuff so it's okay uh, okay good because i don't i don't even think of that because i just i live in such a bubble of thinking everyone likes our shows right i forget about that Mm -hmm. that's right that's so funny because i always forget too i'm like surely everyone thinks like this way (laughs) but then we like see a whole nother like subsection of viewers that are like actually no i don't think that way and it's like oh well i went to i was at i was a uh, one of the offices I work with, uh, I was talking about something and I referenced the, my Instagram account. Uh, and I was like, sorry, so I'm t- I run a Bravo account, Bravo TV. And I could see nothing, <laughs> nothing. But then someone else in the office overheard. And so when I, when I turned the corner, she was like, wait, what did you say about Bravo TV? And I was right. like, okay. And it was one out of 12 people. And I was like, wow, I just really would have thought there'd be more of us out of a whole, but there, and I forget mm-hmm. that, that like, we're still kind of a niche market, right? But because, because my world is inundated with it. I don't like all I see when I turn on my social media is Bravo uh-huh. and like other reality TV. So like, I forget that like, there's a whole other world out there. Yes. And I'm like, it's- Oh, what do you mean? You don't 
pay attention to just Bravo TV and reality right. television all day long. <laughs> like this isn't your life. What do you mean? Like what the hell? I get like on? insulted <laughs> when people send me like news articles that like they like text me. I'm like, bitch, like I don't know. Right. Like who gives a fuck? I don't. Honey, care. <laughs> I already read it. Like yesterday. Right. Get out of here. What are you thinking of Atlanta this season? <sighs> I love it. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm so loving it. I love it. It's like, it felt like, um, it felt cozy. I don't know if that yes. makes any sense, but like that first scene with Sheree and it turns out Sheree had like just signed her contract. Right. And so she showed up in like before. her sweat, her like workout outfit. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were all hanging out like friends. Like mm-hmm. they all knew each other. And, um, I, I'm happy to see Marlo with the peach um, I do need to, I, she does need to answer more of the questions that we've had throughout all these years though, because she has that peach now. So she better be explaining where she gets the money mm-hmm. because ever since candy we said, how did, how did you step your money game up? And she said, God, I said, <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> we've still never got that answer. Um, yep. I candy is cracking me up this season. It, she, I don't, she, I don't Candy know. Her, came like, to play. She, she, it's like, she's, she's, she's living like more authentically or something in the moment. Like when, like when, <laughs> when Drew's like, and I lost 25 pounds in three weeks. And she's like, that's, that's a lot. That's right. fast. And just like, so yeah, you look good, but you're still thick, honey. Like, just, <laughs> but then when, when, when she reads the thing, like candy suck dick in a locker room, the way she was holding it up, she's like, who wrote this? Right. And she was mad. Like she was genuinely pissed. And I like when candy, I like when candy really like gets truly activated, pissed off. Like she, yes. when she gets offended. Yes. And so I I'm here for that. And I think mm-hmm. that like only kind of Marlo and Kenya, cause Kenya is clearly like, I can tell Kenya knows she's got to piss off candy this season. Mm-hmm. She's like, we that's, need to get you going. That's actually a great segue. Cause I had, a, I want to know who do you think is like running who's like who's the hbsc in atlanta this season because it's kind of hard to see. i feel like there are four people vying for it, which like Good we don't question. see very often like i feel like kenya's vying for it candy's vying for it because she's been there the longest marlo finally got her peach so she needs to hold on to it so she's vying for it sheree is our og she's back she's vying for it who do you think really kind of has the spot right now oh that is a great you know what i feel like um because Candy and Kenya both have sort of like equal levels of power and uh-huh. like equals equal level. Like, okay, they they both survived Cynthia and Portia leaving. And so now yes. they need to make sure that they like keep the show afloat. Uh-huh. Um, Candy knows she's got to bring something. However, Candy is bringing this bullshit Todd fight couple conflict thing that is so we don't need that we don't need that (laughs) she said you know she said to Todd she's like okay I gotta bring something so let's give them a little conflict Uh and so that ridiculous scene where he's like you don't make enough time to clean up around the house and put stuff away and then they go down to the pool area where there's just like stuff in the drained pool he's like look (laughs) at this stuff we don't 
we, we don't make time to put this stuff away. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what Just is even happening right hire now? Hire the person to come and put it away. What are you actually talking about? Like if I was at home and I was like a working mom, it would not be my responsibility still to come in here and like clean the pool room. Like, what do you mean? So that what was, doing? Ju- I get what she's trying to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, Kenya is probably tiptoeing around what she's, Kenya probably doesn't know exactly what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they're both Kenya and Candy are going to accidentally get some drama dropped on their laps. Yeah. And we'll have no choice, but to show up that way mm-hmm. and so i think right now they're like i have an idea i'll bring a little todd drama and kenya's like i'll talk about mark or something i don't know mm-hmm. but then sheree or marlo or somebody's about to be like no like i'm gonna i'm gonna mess some shit up yes. and then they're gonna have to play like kenya looks like she's not here for marlo and marlo's like i'm not here for you either mm-hmm and so I think having Marla hold that peach this season was perfect because she's, I mean, her, Kenya and Marlo have been like th- just coming for each other. The tension's been brewing on and off for so many years that it's mm-hmm. perfect. And I get why Marlo gets under their skin because she isn't forthright with where her money comes from. She right. She's shady. Right. So I think that will be the pressure cooker. And so what I like is that there isn't someone who's demanding, like a Nini, who's right. like, I have to be in charge or I'm leaving. It, it When there is like a Nini presence on a show, whether it's like a Nini, uh, a Jen Shaw in Salt Lake, a, uh, oh God, who else is a good example? I don't know. Someone, there are these shows where like, one cast member can take up a lot of air in the room and then when you give other cast members a chance to breathe it's like oh like I do kind of enjoy you that is kind of nice the only re- I don't know if it would work in New Jersey because no one else has shit going on but like we took Teresa out of the equation but like if we like getting rid of Nini I love me some Nini I'd welcome her back any day but her not being there really gives I feel like Candy is like okay Let's come play. Kenya, Kenya always comes to play, so we don't have to worry about her. And then we have Sheree back, and Sheree's like, okay, I'm the OG now. I'm definitely coming to play. This and is my she's second gonna time coming back. Drew. She's like, okay, Drew. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is the housewives feud I did not know I needed. I, love I did it. <laughs> I did not know I needed this. And they have taken this feud offline. And it is the best thing in the world. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Their Twitter war is so funny. Oh, my. They have both. And what's so funny is, like, I expected, like, Drew to just get, like, mopped off her ass. But Drew has had some good one-liners, too, which is so surprised me. I'm like, oh, because when she was on, she hosted Dish Nation this past week. Oh, she did? And they asked her about (laughs) Sheree. And she was like, Sheree should be focused on she by Sheree. That's what she should be doing because I ain't seen shit by Sheree. And I was like, of all of these years, why has no one thought to say shit by Sheree? Like, that is such a good one-liner. That is so funny. I'm so surprised that it took Drew Sedora of all people to think of this line. But of course, Sheree has been coming back with, with 
every charade. Charade is like a semi-automatic weapon when it yes. comes to retaliation. Yes. <laughs> like she can fire it off so fast. Oh my God. I think Drew's such an interesting person on the cast because she's she's kind of a nerd. Like she's kind of <laughs> like she's like like when like when when Marlo made fun of her hairstyle, like she's a nerd. Like she's like, I lost 25 pounds. And she shows this like really <laughs> horrible before and after, but she's like do drop it with drew and i'm like why are you doing like, weight loss mm, things like you're not right. even you can do a squat at the gym like right but she that's like the perfect level of like delusion that we need sometimes from a housewife you know like so yes. that that works for me right and then like this very horribly dysfunctional relationship also good we love to stare at it and be like yes. get out we love that too and then but she is quick like she does not back down no no she does not <laughs> and she tells you everything like she puts it all out there she's telling us mm-hmm. all about ralph getting massages and she doesn't have any shame about it like she right. doesn't seem to feel like embarrassed by any of the things that one would be embarrassed about and so she Ooh. is kind of a good housewife even though she's like not really necessarily likable <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she's not someone that you're like, she's cool. Like, you're like, she's not cool. Right. She's like, not, she's a nerd. Right. But her, her, her season two glow up has been one for the books, though. I will say like that hair is on really? point now. Oh, you're right. The hair. Point. You're right. Yeah. I forgot how, I forgot how bad her first season was. It was, it was I just like, I like blocked it out. You're right. Like I actually <laughs> like just blocked it out of my mind. I forgot how bad her first season was. Yes. And now you're she right. has that go, that go naked by Portia in her head and she's, she's loving it. So you're I right. think Drew is, Drew is so fascinating because I think that she is, she's such a good housewife in the in the sense that like i want to watch her story like everything about like look we thought ashley and michael darby were the storyline they kept on giving drew and ralph are the storyline they keep on giving this man planned a whole dinner and just thought that like it's insulted that his wife would think to like address anything in their marriage just like insulted by it and then say you know what maybe you don't deserve nice things what is that is that the leap you're making because i wanted to have a conversation i don't deserve nice things is this really is this, oh, he's are you really a saying horrible that? man and you know it's better because he's easier to look at than michael darby much easier yes because <laughs> michael darby's hard to look at for a while i'm like can yes. we get him off the screen that's when whenever ashley was trying to do like those romantic scenes and stuff it's like i'm still traumatized oh god i never want to see it again oh we don't have to i never thank god oh round of applause for that we don't have to see that again i'm glad that you like drew because everyone really wants to hate her and i'm like guys i i mean i get it she's nerdy she's like Mm. not cool like she's like and she's you know what she makes sense too because she's like she's been an actor for so long yeah and a lot of the time actors who've been on set for their whole lives are kind of like awkward you know mm-hmm. like they haven't been they like were like schooled on set you know i don't know right. like i'm just sort of like making up her, her origin story but like she just kind of <laughs> has like she she kind of reminds me of um what's her face who was on and like was on one season and um never understood the assignment um Kim Kim, Fields. there we go yeah yes. like kind of like that where you're just mm-hmm. like where have you been this whole time right different world she wasn't in the housewives world like very mm-hmm. different world but so but she gives you everything like she tells her whole life mm-hmm. 
I love it. I, I love a housewife. That. My favorite kind of housewife is one that one has nothing to lose, and then two <laughs> is willing to do anything to put her story out there. I love it. That is my. I don't want a housewife that has been because sometimes people are like, "Oh, put this," and then they'll insert famous actress name and i'm like she no she has an image to maintain she is still like way too relevant do not put her on this show i don't care i need someone coming in like pick me someone a random housewife out of suburbia drop her in this cast see what kind of crap she puts up to make sure that she stays on this show because she's gonna put up some shit and i love that about a housewife i agree when people want big names i'm like hold on but they're gonna be very careful right I don't want careful. Not for me. I want mess. Yes. It's like I said, you have to be, you have to be willing just to be destroyed when you come on these shows. Yes. And I need that because I feel like actors and actresses, they like, you know, they've made a career of hiding the skeletons in their closet. And we all know that skeletons do not get hidden on housewives. So let's, let's get that out of your thought system right now. We're not doing that over here. I agree. Do you watch Selling Sunset? I do, but I'm a season behind. I still haven't binged like the latest season. I don't watch Selling Sunset, but everyone's all up in arms. They want Christine Quinn as a Beverly Hills housewife. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I I, Let me just give my, I first off, because she left the show and is like all on a rampage about how the producer is. Uh And I love that. Like, I'm like, expose it, do it. Right. But do you think she would be honest and authentic as a housewife? I don't think so. That's what I thought. I don't think That's so. Exactly I mean, she, what I thought. She would be in that. She wouldn't be nearly as bad personality wise as Erica Jane, but she's like <laughs> all about the fashion. She's just, you know, she's, I don't know. She, she has some good one-liners and stuff. Like she would definitely like, if she hated someone, she would ruffle the hell out of the feathers. So it'll be good. But I, I just don't see her meshing with this cast. Well, I feel like that's a, like, if you're going to do it, give her like a new, I don't know, build a show around her. If you're going to do it. Like, I just feel like that. I don't know. That's like two entirely different age brackets too. And it's like, where logistically would you fit in here? Because especially, I don't, I don't see just like you and Kyle hanging out on a, a Tuesday. I don't see you and maybe you and Crystal. That's like the only like natural friendship I could possibly see is her and Crystal like hanging out. They're both in the fashion. They're both, you know, rich husbands. They, you know, uh, quirky kind of personalities and stuff. So I could see that, but everyone else, I'm like, hmm, I don't know okay. if this thing would be a good fit over here. I don't know. That's what my instinct was too, but I don't watch the show. So I was like, maybe I'm wrong, but that was my gut instinct as well. I, I mean, like, if they, if they, I'm willing, if they try it out, I'm going to watch, you know, like I'm okay. I'm here. I'm going to watch it. I'll support her because I love the clothes, you know, I, I love the fashion. So, you know, I'll support it, but I don't know if she would get a season two. But it is important to look at casting overall. Mm-hmm. I think people forget that. It's not like you can just plop some one person in the middle and not factor in the rest of it. We saw that with right. the Orange County like attempt to just put, they're like, just put Heather back in there. And I'm like, okay, but you didn't think about the rest of the cast. Flop. Yeah. <laughs> like you were like, and then that's it. It's like, no, because that doesn't make sense with Gina and Emily and Shannon and the Jen chick and Noel. Like who the, hell, what is this cast? <laughs> No one knows. Oh my God. I, I gave up. I think I got to 
episode five. And then I was like, I'm okay. going to kill Noella. I got a little farther. I, I made it until I had missed a month of episodes before the reunion. That I, so I got kind of far in the season, but okay. I was like, okay, I'm I'm over this. This is stupid. I don't, I'm not entertained. I feel like it's a it's one of those shows. Don't you hate when one of your favorite shows becomes a chore? Oh, yeah. To watch? That was it's Jersey like, uh, for me. Yeah. That became Jersey this season. Like, just Teresa got so exhausting with the love bubble. And Jersey like, is more of the same every season. It's, it's like, the exact same uh-huh. fight. It's like, we, and then... And then it got, it's like this, they amp up to the exact same level for every fight that I'm like, okay, we could just like, <laughs> we can just like play the exact same episode. Right. On a loop, a continuous loop every time and get and the same result. it makes me result. feel crazy. Oh, it's, I, I, I can't with them. I'm, I'm so glad. People are like, why is Jersey getting short change? Why is it only 13 episodes? Funny. I'm like. I'm like, they were pushing it with 13, first of all. I could have done with 10. If I, I had to have one 10. more night in Nashville, I was going to oh, lose God. my mind. No. Usually we want cast trips to go on for Like, Roni cast trips, we want to go on forever. Because, right. they, like, they know how to really do it. Or they did at least. You know, like, Roni's lo- Roni lost its footing, too. Like, I yeah. I don't give a shit about Roni anymore. Right. They got to figure it out like they did Atlanta. Because Atlanta, I think they nailed the cast this season. Like, this that is, such is a how good you do it. Mm-hmm. They stopped. They took the time. They were like, okay. They were, everyone's used to this show being, like, the flagship of Bravo. We've got to get it back there. Let's actually take some time. Let's not just hire a random celebrity put them on the show and start filming in a week no let's figure out this cast let's see if this works and let's do it they did that it's worked do that with i don't know what these the legacy and the new one i don't know what any of this is going to be oh speaking of legacy if you're going to do a legacy show give me legacy real housewives in new jersey now that i'll watch that I'll watch because I, I got a lot of questions I need answered. I really think it's a brilliant idea to do a legacy for all of the franchises. Yes. Because a few reasons. It's kind of like the, the fans all think that they want all the OGs to come back. They always do that. The fans are like, bring back Every Caroline. Season. So I'm like, give it to them. Mm-hmm. See what they, because these people are older. They're different. They're not mm-hmm. the same people they were when the show was in its glory days yeah bring them back let them let them get a taste of what they think they want mm-hmm. maybe it'll be brilliant maybe it's amazing maybe i'm wrong but i have a feeling it's not because times have changed mm-hmm. for example jill zarin people are like i want jill back i'm like y'all don't know how entitled and privileged and horrible jill is right do we remember when bobby got jill like a brand new it was a brand new range rover or something and she was like in it and there's something weird with the cup holder she's like i'm not happy i'm right. not happy bobby oh, we're gonna God. take it back right and she's just she's <laughs> that entitled but like it was funny back then but like i would love to see her in a cast with a black person exactly well, we're gonna see it on ultimate girls trip we're, we've uh-huh. got phaedra we've got eva like i you know be careful what you wish for. So I think these legacy shows would be a good thing for all the franchises, just so that people can see what it's like to get what they've been asking for. Exactly. You know I, what I mean? Y'all are trying to like build up these streaming numbers for Peacock. Put them on Peacock. Like, you know, Do you're, it. you're diehard Bravo people. They're going to watch the shows on Bravo. If you put these legacy shows on Peacock, we're going to flock the Peacock. We're going to watch them. Just you're winning two birds, one stone. Give us what we want. I would. Oh my God. I would die 
for our legacy Real Housewives of Atlanta. Me, oh. Lisa Wu, Deshaun, uh, Kim, even even put Steven Kim on Kim. there. I don't even, oh my God. Like that would be the biggest mess in the world. And I would need to see it. Even if y'all was just fun. doing like mini series or whatever they are, I don't even care. Limited series, give it to me. I'll take it. But wait, you were right though. The Jersey one would be epic. Caroline oh alone. <laughs> Imagine if they got, if, cause you know, Teresa, her best friend. Imagine if they brought Dina on there with Caroline. Dina, and Caroline, Danielle. Danielle. Oh, give it to, give it to me right into now. Into my veins. I give need it. Give it to me right <laughs> now. Oh my, I need whatever that show is. They would have right to now. throw so much money at them because they're, they'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> right. The budget for the, the budget for the talent alone would have to be so high because they would be like for $5 million. And they're right. Like, we've been, they're like, we've been saving up. <laughs> they have to start saving now. Like they have to have right like now. piggy bank ready. Like this is for the Caroline, Dina. Oh my God, because the Jersey oh. one, I think actually the Jersey one might be the best one. You're right about that. I do. When I, cause I've, I've thought about this scenario a lot. <laughs> I've been like going <laughs> cast by cast. I'm like, what oh. legacy would I want to see the most? And it's absolutely New Jersey. I couldn't imagine the amount of, first of all, I don't think they would I'm make it through a season. <laughs> I don't think they would make it through a season. First of all, they would get about halfway through filming and everyone would just be like, you know what? I'm not filming with that bitch anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm going home. Come get me right now. I'm going home. You'd have to shoot the reunion all on Zoom because no one wants to be in the same room. That would be amazing. If you have to like Dina to come back. Oh my God. They'd have to plan like for everybody walking off. Like the the whole thing would have to be completely fourth wall is gone. Like Mm -hmm. it would be like handheld running after people like, hold on, hold on. Like everyone's like taking their microphones off, but they're like getting a boom over like somehow like trying to get like, it would be pure chaos. Vintage housewife. Remember when they used to do confessionals like on the spot? I love those. Oh my, I always think about like when I think it was Kim Zolciak took the Atlanta cast to meet her like fortune what not fortune what are they, uh like tarot card reader uh-huh. and like i remember like they just interviewed all the ladies outside and candy's like i mean i you know i don't do this normally but i'm i'm gonna go in i'll see what it's about then they interviewing lisa Wu, and I'll, i'm like this is amazing this is my like favorite one style. was when atlanta it was an atlanta one where they went mm-hmm. to the they went to the racetracks and candy when she gets competitive and so they were they did like a race and she mm-hmm. candy got so pissed off because she wasn't she got confused where the end was so she lost mm-hmm. to sheree and so she wanted to race again so candy's confessional was like off to the side with like the stuff she's like they told me to stop at the cones the cones are right here so i went there but then therefore i lost because she Yes. and then she would erase me again she was so mad and i love competitive yes. candy that's the best candy oh yes i love because we all got a little bit of candy in us like we I all, all a little bit competitive i love that before we jump off of atlanta and i let you go look i've i've held you 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 are recovering i've held you for way too long but i'm glad that you were going to talk to me as long as you do I, was not, I don't need this to end ever <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts about this shady ass game at a three-year-old's birthday party i kind of love it it's i love it iconic to me but like what do you think about this would you do it <laughs> it is just the most kenya thing kenya's done like kenya yes. 
Kenya has a smirk on her face and she's mm-hmm. like, what? It's just light, shady, fun tea, which isn't a thing. Right. And she knew what she was going to do. So what she was, what she did was like, watch everybody get like flustered. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they got just flustered enough, she went, okay, guys, it's Brooklyn's birthday. Everyone knock it off. Right. <laughs> like she, she got everybody ramped up. And as soon as they reacted exactly how they should have and exactly how she wanted them to, she's like, this is my daughter's birthday. How dare you? <laughs> Be it's respectful. Like, um, you you started all of this. Didn't that you? is so Kenya. <laughs> I love it. I have been literally walking around all week saying it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I've been doing with the hand motions, everything all week. I cannot get. I post that clip to my stories every day now. I don't know why, but Drew and Sheree <laughs> is the melanin boost that I need like it, it literally like it clears up the skin like I don't know I never would have thought that going into the season had you asked me I would have been like oh I already know Kenya and Marlo are going to give me everything I need or something like that I would have never predicted that Drew versus Sheree is the feud that I look forward to every week on this show Drew versus Sheree featuring Anthony because apparently he's the catalyst for all of this shit and Anthony is just the perfect messy assistant. Yes. We I, we love a messy assistant. We love yes. the one with all the tea given like the wrong tea. But I drew not hearing that, that Anthony's you, saying he's gay and she's she didn't hear it. Oh, and then Drew. they're like, but the way Candy goes on probation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That episode that was scene so good. Oh is my god! Comedic genius. It was perfect from start to finish. You like, can tell the that timing like, of it. Yes, Ugh. everything. everything. I watched it so many times. I'm right there I'm, with you. Like it's like I could play it on a loop. Like it's so like it's the season's great. My friend mm-hmm. Pia. My friend Pia is like I've heard that it's um. I've heard that it's a little, what did she call it? Um, scripted, like it's set up for cameras. I'm like, don't get me wrong. There are <laughs> moments that are very like, this is when we do this scene and this is when we right. do this scene. There's an element of that. I go, but what's happening is they're, they think, all of them think that they're staging their their storylines and they're getting themselves set up, but mm-hmm. they, they're not, they're not going to get the storyline they think they're getting. Right. They're, all, they're all about to collide and explosions are about to occur which is you what's never know, beautiful you never know how anybody in that cast is going to react to anything so it's just chef's kiss it's beautiful like the sucking dick in a locker room like it really pissed <laughs> candy off and you know what's crazy i literally sat there and i was like well you know what season three she was dating that football player i'm like okay you know what no i'm, I'm getting way too into this let me just Wait, enjoy the so she goes i have never ever ever sucked dick in a locker room she goes so i'm highly offended <laughs> i can't they I they love- make it look easy like everything that comes out of their mouths like that first the first episode when marlo goes you got a french roll <laughs> And then she goes behind her and points at it like. <laughs> but then Drew goes, you said it was a gala? Oh, <laughs> I can't. I love, you can't make this oh. stuff up. I love it. 
I love the stars. They of are so funny. Like the yes. whole cast together, but then like they enjoy, you can tell they know how to have fun yes. once the cameras are up. Like they know what time mm-hmm. it is. Like cameras are up. Like Kenya starts laughing. Marlo walks away all mad. She's like, y'all don't understand fashion as <laughs> she walks away. <laughs> and Kenya's laughing and Sheree's like, what happened? She's like, you all got her mad. Like they just get it. They get that like someone's going to get a little mad. Mm-hmm. They're going to be okay. They're going to move on. It's a nice reprieve because when you watch Beverly Hills, everything's a huge deal. Them in Salt Lake City. It's like Salt Lake City got so heavy this past season. I was like, I'm not enjoying this at all. I'm at so all. ready for this to end. It's just like, gee. Didn't so it feel I, like it went on forever? I have never. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen a season two housewife get that many episodes. I was like, okay, I feel like we've been here since 2020. Right. It was too much. It was too much. That by the third part of that reunion, I was like, I don't care. I my recap, I was like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then the show's over. Goodbye. I hate this. And we will never discuss this again. (laughs) It's over. And I'm really bummed because this coming season, we're not even gonna get to see Jen going to court. God, what are we even watching for? It's like, it's literally obligation at this point. Like the trailer is going to have to be immaculate for me to be even remotely interested in it. They, what are we I don't even know <laughs> what they could do to get me excited. Me neither. You don't even have like ridiculous ass Mary Cosby in the background to judge anymore. So it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here, people? Oh, I mean, seriously, though, that's a good point. <laughs> literally, what do we have? Right. It's, I, they, they're going to have to convince me. I'm willing to be convinced, but... They're really gonna have to convince me because I'm 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 having too much fun with the light stuff right now. I don't want to go back into I the can't, darkness. Thank you. I can't yeah. go back to like every episode being just so heavy. Right, it's too much. It it like especially us because we have to like cover the stuff we talk about it on the podcast. We do it on the social media, <sighs> and it like weighs on you at the end of the day. It's like Jesus, I'm so tired of this. This it's is true. too much, Ugh. especially the social media aspect of it because. Mm-hmm then the comment section gets rowdy and then it becomes oh, shady yes. and then it's just like it's hard not to absorb it mm-hmm. and so it's it'd be nice if it just stayed lighter so we didn't have to debate everything on such a heavy level right oh boy it, it, it's too much that's darkness but this conversation was the light and i appreciate Ugh. you so much for i'm coming. so happy i got to be here i know don't be i'm gonna invite you back a million times well, that, we now i get here, now i, I get to have you on mine <laughs> yay oh you my know, god I'm there i'm about to look invite me while the good shows are on you know i want to talk well because i'm gonna be covering <laughs> beverly hills but i'm gonna have you come on for atlanta for sure yes because you know, i think i don't know if i can commit to like a full recap of atlanta the whole season it, you know how mm-hmm. it is like it's yeah. hard to commit like you know how much content it, it, it is to do it is so so maybe like a fun like when there's a good episode or something i'll hit yes. you up because you know we, how it is what it's hard to do when we get into like the crux of uh maybe like candy and marlo then we can, we right? can reconvene or or when whenever drew throws the bone at charade then we'll, my god. We'll <laughs> oh my god i'm so excited me too tell I'm them where so they can excited. find you they need to be consuming you from every angle tell oh, them where they can find please you. <laughs> um well, first and foremost, mm-hmm. rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast that you Thank are listening you. to right now. Um, I am She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. You can get me 
any major platform. And uh, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And thanks, guys, for tuning in. She posts like she you can tell when like pages take the time to like curate their content specifically <laughs> like in a way and for people like their audience and it's amazing content like you're growing to it's they need to be following you so oh, everybody go you. follow absolutely go follow she speaks bravo <laughs> on instagram right now good content i'm always looking at it i'm always checking the stories and everything i need it in my life if i'm gonna be looking at the bravo things okay so you know how i am with yours i'm always looking at yours and i listen i appreciate every <laughs> like every share every <laughs> everything i need them all okay <laughs> sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple Podcasts or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.